Hello, hello everyone. This is Bola, founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance, and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. So this is a solo podcast episode, long time no solo podcast episode. I know it has been a while, and I have been promising to do an update episode for a while now, and so I am getting it done. And I do have a number of solo episodes um, planned coming up, so I'm kind of getting back into the pace of um, you know doing these solo episodes. So please bear with me. Um, But yeah, I wanted to come on here and just share some updates with you guys. Um, I don't really have a specific topic for this episode. I'll think of one by the time I schedule it um, (laughs) for you guys to listen to. But I just really wanted to come on here and share some updates, you know, in regards to what's been going on with Clever Girl Finance and what's been going on with me. So let's kind of dive into it. Um, So first things first, if you're in the Atlanta area, I'm going to be in Atlanta on August 31st of 2019, so in about a couple of weeks, to celebrate the Clever Girl Finance book with all of you in Atlanta and some of my expert friends um, in business and finance. And if you are going to be around, I would love to have you join us. I'd love to meet you in person. And you can learn more about it at clevergirlfinance.com slash ATL. We're going to be having panels and conversation on life, money, career, business, and it is going to be a great time. So if you're in the Atlanta area, I do hope that you're able to join us. Um, So, okay, let's kind of get into these updates. So the first update, which I didn't even realize, um, I was just randomly uploading the podcast episode that went live um, a few days ago. And I realized looking at the stats that this podcast is at over 1.5 million plays. And I had to pause and just really like take that in because, oh my God, I cannot believe that there have been a million and a half plays of the podcast. And I know a lot of people listen to the podcast, but sometimes the significance of something doesn't set in until you actually see like a result or a stat or data around it. Well, at least for me anyway. And so seeing that number was just like, wow. So thank you guys so much for listening, for supporting the podcast, for sharing, for telling your friends and your family. And just know that this podcast has in some way or the other been impactful to you or helpful to you, even if it's in the smallest way, just makes me feel so happy and so grateful and so humbled. And to be really honest, full disclosure, you know, in the last few months, I got to a point where I started to feel really overwhelmed by everything I had going on. And I kind of had to deprioritize the podcast a little bit. So if you've been listening for a long time, you may have noticed that I went from episodes every, you know, like one to two episodes a week to like episodes every two weeks and every three weeks and like every, you know, every month kind of thing. (laughs) But despite that, you guys kept listening and I am grateful. I had a a couple people reach out saying, hey, Bola, you know, what's going on with the podcast? Um, I just needed to take a break um, and I'll get more into that as I, you know, as we go through this update episode. But I'm really grateful to have you guys listening and sharing the podcast. And the podcast is not going anywhere, even though there might be times where the updates or the episodes are out less frequently because I'm busy, there will be updates and episodes. So the podcast isn't going anywhere. It is one of my favorite things to do, you know, as 
I grow Clever Girl Finance, being able to share with you guys organically, being able to have these amazing guests come on. Because as much as you guys learn from um, the guests on the podcast, I learned so much from them. I built some really incredible connections and made really amazing friends as a result of the women who have come on to this podcast. So I love doing this and the podcast isn't going anywhere anytime soon. And yeah, that is one of the big updates I wanted to share with you because um, 1.5 million plays is a huge deal, at least to me anyway. So the next thing I wanted to talk about was being intentional with my summer, with summer 2019. So if you've listened to the podcast for a long time, you know that last summer, I basically did not have a summer. Clever Girl Finance was in an accelerator program um, for 13 weeks in New York City last summer. So that meant that there was basically no summer. I was at the accelerator working on, you know, all that stuff from Monday through Friday, and at the same time running Clever Girl Finance um, and missing my kids seeing them basically one night a week or like, you know, one night during the week and then maybe on the weekends. And it was just really hard. And, you know, I was very, I was exhausted. I was overwhelmed. And I told myself that this summer was going to be different. And so I was very intentional about this summer, um, despite the fact that I had a book coming out. <laughs> and there are a couple of times I, where I asked myself, well, I'll just make sure you know what you're doing and you don't like ruin the success of your book. Um, but I decided that I was going to slow my role this summer. So minimize my meetings, minimize my travel and just focus on having a great time with my kids, even though I would still be working full time and still be promoting the book. And so one of the things I told my publisher was that, listen, you know, I'm going to be available during these times during the day and during the week. And um, I made it my intention to just do all the things that my kids were asking to do and be present, um, you know, for all the different things that I wanted to enjoy doing with my kids and my husband, um, and just have a great summer. And I have done that. I am so proud of myself. I have, you know, sometimes I've had to force myself to slow my roll this summer, but it has been so worth it. And there have been opportunities that I had to say no to, um, that were really amazing opportunities. And while I feel sad about them, I have no regrets um, because this has just been a really awesome um, summer for me and my family. And speaking of my kids, um, one of the things that I have been working on is teaching my kids about money. And when it comes to teaching children about money, this is a completely new space for me. Sometimes I don't even know if I know what I'm doing (laughs) because my kids are five and, you know, sometimes they're like, yeah, mom, that's great. And sometimes they just look at me like I'm crazy. So on this episode, I actually interviewed um, my kids to share with you. And it actually made me feel really proud because I asked them some money questions and they actually knew the answers. So I will share that with you guys. It'll be at the end of this episode just something, you know, fun. Um, So that has been my summer. And I think that um, intentionally slowing down my summer as we approach the end of the year um, is really important because I know that the end of the year is going to be very busy into the new year. And it has just really helped me clear my head, get remotivated, get re-inspired. And it may sound like, yeah, that's great. You took time off the summer. Everybody does. Um, But for me, you know, as I've talked about on the podcast very often is I I go through a lot of emotions, especially when it comes to entrepreneurship and building business and pursuing this massive, massive vision I have for my life, for my business. Um, And, you know, 
in the in the spring and even early summer, it was just I went through a lot of different emotions, um, feeling very demotivated, uninspired, and obviously from the outside looking in. Nobody would ever see that, right? All of you continue to listen to the podcast, you see social media, and it just, you know, typically nobody shares how they're feeling, but I felt a lot of just different emotions. I felt exhausted. I felt incapable. I felt um, just all kinds of things. And I just, you know, there are days where I'm like, oh my God, I just need to quit. I need to run away and hide and never come back. <laughs> which was like just, you know, just a really bad day. But as human beings, I know that some of you who are listening can relate to feeling that way, not just about business, but about just life in general, about your career, your relationships, your finances. And we all go through those motions where we have really, you know, high motivation and high inspiration and we're ready to go out and do everything. And then there are times where we just feel like we're down in the dumps and nothing is working out and it's just like, let's give up now and run away. And so feeling that way in the past, those few months was just like, okay, Bola, you need to get yourself together. And one of the things that really helped me and continues to help me, and I've talked about on this podcast, is keeping a gratitude journal. And sometimes I don't want to look at my journal. I don't want to write in my journal. I don't give a damn about that damn journal. (laughs) But when I get out of my funk and I go back to it, I realize that yes, you feel demotivated. Yes, you're not inspired right now. But girl, so much has happened for you. And it just takes opening up that journal and getting my life back together. And this year has been incredible. Despite me feeling overwhelmed and exhausted and despite things going wrong and despite me feeling you know all these emotions this year has been incredible and just looking through my gratitude journal I was like wow all these things that I dreamed of have happened to me like I wanted to be a published author and I'm about to be a published author right there were all these things that have happened um from the beginning of the year in my personal life with Clever Girl Finance that were things I had only dreamed about that were actually now my new reality. And here I was feeling down in the dumps. Woe is me. I'm so tired. Um, <laughs> but good things were happening. And so I had to remind myself, you need to be grateful. You need to count your blessings. You need to rest so that you stop feeling so tired and complaining about being tired. And you need to get your butt back up and get back on top of what it is that you're trying to accomplish because you are clearly on the path. And so if you are in that space or you have been in that space where you're just like uninspired, you're demotivated, things are going wrong, your finances are not working out, your career, your business, I encourage you to take a moment to pause, rest it out, and count your blessings. Think about even the smallest things that have happened to you that have been positive. And even those things can help you get your motivation back and help you feel re-inspired and re-motivated and get you back into that positive mindset of wanting to accomplish what it is that you want to accomplish. And the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because emotions are real. And, you know, we don't talk about this enough, especially when we're talking about money or career or business. We talk about like, you know, work, work, work. These are the things you need to do, you know, put in your 10,000 hours, put in your 100,000 hours, all these things. But then the emotions that happen while you are going through those hours are real and they can take you off path and they can demotivate you and even cause you to quit and even take you back in the reverse direction of where you're trying to go. And so for me, you know, my gratitude journal, resting, 
putting my head in perspective by going through my self-care things is really, really helpful. And it's things that we might take for granted, like getting enough sleep, like taking a complete day off, like disconnecting from social media, but like not getting on your computer, like, you know, just stepping away from your budget spreadsheet while you, you know, just give your brain a rest for a little bit. And counting your blessings is so, so, so important. So if you're listening to this and you have felt <laughs> like how I felt, um, I encourage you to just take a break, put things back into perspective, count your blessings, and then find the motivation. Even if you have to dig deep, find the motivation to keep going again. And I always want to share how I'm doing or what I'm going through just to show you that I am a human and we, you know, sometimes when you're listening to somebody on the other side of like a podcast or you're watching them on a video or, you know, you're seeing them on social media, because everything looks like perfection, you forget that that person's a human being and they're, they can relate to some of what you're going through. And so this is just me being open and honest that if you are struggling, I struggle too. <laughs> I've been there, you know, I go through it, but then I don't let myself give up. I always remind myself of my big why. What is the thing, Bola, that you want to accomplish? What are the goals that you have set? Bring your goals out. Dust them off after you've taken your break. Reassess. Put that vision back in your head. Get your clarity back and start going. Start pushing towards it again. And obviously, as you already know, it's never a walk in the park. It's going to be really difficult. You're going to have tons of stumbling blocks coming up ahead of you. But once you're in the right frame of mind, you are in the best position to climb over and deal with those stumbling blocks so that you can keep going towards your goal. So rest it out. Gratitude. I can't say it enough. Self-care. Count your blessings. Take the break and come back to it. So one of the other things I did this summer was a full financial assessment for myself and my husband and basically like looked at all of our accounts, reviewed our financial goals, simplified things where things needed to get simplified and just really got our finances in tune with our goals. And the reason why this was important, and I actually recommend that everybody does a full financial assessment. So pull out your goals, pull out your bank accounts, your savings, your investments. If you're paying off debt, pull everything out and look at the whole big picture of your finances and make sure that everything that you have going on, um, all the savings and investments or the debt payoff you're doing is in line with your big picture goals, um, is really important to help you make sure you're actually able to accomplish your goals. And um, I encourage that you do it at least once a year. And I did ours because, you know, as time progresses, there is, you know, like scope creep, basically, if you work in product management, that's a really popular term, but things will start to creep into your day-to-day, -day, your plans that in very small ways can take you off path from your big vision. And you may not realize it until you step back and look at the big picture. And so even things like, you know, why do we have savings accounts for all these things that we aren't really saving for anymore and consolidating those things back into like our main goals or like small changes that can help keep you focused on your big goals. So I did that this summer and I'm actually glad that I did that because we are stepping into Q4 and that is the last quarter of the year and it is really time for myself, everybody in my household to put their heads 
down to the ground and get our goals accomplished. And that should apply to you too. Um, you know, I feel like every year, the year flies by so quickly. Time flies. And, you know, a lot of times you will get to mid-year or even like almost end of the year and be like, oh my God, I haven't accomplished anything that I wanted to accomplish. And so now that we're about to step into Q4, I highly encourage everyone, bring your goals out, set goals or adjust your goals for the last quarter of the year based on what you wanted to accomplish for 2019. Map out your play-by-play, week-by-week of how you intend to accomplish what you need to accomplish and put your head down to the ground and just focus and go towards it. Because at the end of the day, the time that it's going to take for us to get to 2020 is going to pass by anyway. So you might as well put your best foot forward. You might as well make your best effort to focus on accomplishing the things that you want to accomplish. So, you know, another thing I did this summer, um, actually the last week is set my big goals into the new year and for the new year um there's no best time to set your goals you know january 1st is that idea of a fresh start but you can have a fresh start you can set goals you can create plans at any time whenever you want to so i did mine early and i'm ready to go <laughs> so if you haven't you know as summer winds down as you start to get back into the swing of work your kids are going back to school or you are going back to school um you know things like that as business starts to ramp up wherever you are in your life, whatever age you are, this is a great time to really get clear on what you want the end of your year to be like. And, you know, the reason why I I stress about getting clear and all this stuff all the time is because results come from setting the intention and taking action. You have to decide what you want. You have to decide what you want to get, and then you have to take the steps and the actions and repeat those steps and actions to accomplish what it is that you want to accomplish. So whether it's saving money, whether it's paying off debt, whether it's starting a business, growing a business, whatever your big goals are, get clear on them. Get your notebook out, get your spreadsheet out, lay it all out. What do you want to accomplish between right now and the end of the year. One of my biggest pet peeves is when I talk to someone and they tell me, you know, it's already September, it's already October, there is no point, we're getting into the holiday season, you know, I'm just wasting my time pursuing my goals, I'm just gonna wait until January. People like that, they stay in that cycle every single year. It's the same thing every year. In January, they set these big goals and resolutions. They're on this high of all the things they're going to do. And they start actually making progress until about March or April. And it's like, oh my God, the weather's starting to get better. You know, I need to take a break. And then summer rolls around. It's like, oh my God, I've been working so hard this year. I'm so tired. I just need to rest it out. And then September comes and it's like, oh, the year has already gone by. It's a wash. I'm just going to throw it away and start again. First of all, the fact that you're listening to this podcast means that you're not anywhere near that wavelength. But honestly, you know, once we get into Q4, that is four solid months, September, October, November, December, to make impact, to make progress towards your goals. It's a whole quarter, a whole one-fourth of a year. And so, yes, the holidays are going to be distracting. They're distracting every single year. There's always money to spend, gifts to buy, things to do. However, despite all of that, you can still work on accomplishing your goals. You can still set your boundaries as to how much you plan to spend or how much you plan not to spend. You can still set your intention and focus on paying down the debt you're trying to pay down, on saving money, 
money, on reaching your investing goals, you can still do all of that. Don't allow the season to be the excuse as to why you don't accomplish your goals. So I'm ready for Q4 and I strongly encourage that you get ready too because I want you guys to be successful. I want you guys to achieve your goals. However, you have to set the intention and you have to take action if you actually want to see the results. So that's pretty much everything I wanted to share. I didn't really have like any major like topics for this episode. I just wanted to share some updates. Um, in the upcoming solo episodes, I plan to do some episodes on investing because I've been getting a number of questions on that as to what I think about certain investment approaches, etc. So I, I'll plan to do some solo episodes on investing or at least a solo episode. And so I appreciate you guys for listening. I'm going to put in right now the interview with my kids and I hope you guys enjoy listening to that too. Okay, so Jojo, I'm going to ask you a question about money, okay? So um, tell me what is a budget? A budget is something that is in a bank account and you afford something. It's when you can afford something based on what's in your bank account. Good mm. job. Okay, so Aura, now it's your turn. So I want you to tell me, you got to come close to the mic. What is a stock? And do you mm-hmm. have any stocks? What's a stock? A stock is money. And what kind of stocks do you have? Disney stocks. Uh-huh. What else? Costco. You have Adidas. Nike. Nike. You have Viacom. I have Spider-Man. Yeah, that's Disney. Okay, so when I give you money, what are you supposed to do with it? We have to, we have to, um, um, you have to, like. We have to save it? Yeah, save it so we can make more money. Yeah, and then where do you save your money? In our bank account. In the bank account. And do you remember when we went to the coin store to put the coins? Yeah, that's that's collecting every month. And that's how much money you need to figure out how much money you need more to um, make more money. Like mommy does, she has meetings and meetings and meetings so she can get $100,000 so she can build her back for it. <laughs> so I took my kids to the coin store and they have been putting their coins away and you guys had how much? $60. And they both got um, $5 each to buy a toy. And what did I get? And we, we put the rest of the money, the $50, into their stock account. So they each got $25 um, to invest. And so we went to <laughs> TJ Maxx and or what did you get with your $5? I don't know. I forget. What did you get with your $5? No, the, the Lightning Queen. You got you got the Cars toys. What did you get? I got the monkey thing. The talking monkey? No, and, it's a fingerling. Okay, the fingerling. It's <laughs> and so basically, this was their first big challenge with budgeting because um, they had to find toys that fit under the $5 mark. But you guys did great, right? Well, mm-hmm. Okay, so what do we do? What are we planning to do tomorrow? Stocks. Buy some. Buy toys. some stocks. Not toys. You're going to buy some stocks. Stocks and then and toys. Okay? After stocks, toys. Well, you have to save. See your coin jar is empty. <laughs> you have to save your coin jar before we can buy Aww. more toys. So thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to our amazing show. 
So I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this mini interview with my kids. I am so proud of them. They have shown me that my lessons are not going to waste. Um, So that's everything I wanted to share on this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to the podcast. And if you have enjoyed listening to this episode and other episodes, be sure to subscribe. You can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast. So on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and be sure to head over to iTunes and leave a review of the podcast so that other women just like you can find it as well. Also, if it's been a while since you stopped by clevergirlfinance.com, head on over to our website. We have launched 35 plus courses. We have an amazing community. There is new content on our blog every week. And with our courses, you also get access to our incredible mentors who are there to motivate, encourage, and support you as you work on achieving and accomplishing those financial goals that you have set for yourself. So head on over to clevergirlfinance.com and check out what we have to offer. And finally, if you haven't yet picked up a copy of the Clever Girl Finance book. You definitely want to check it out. You can find it everywhere books are sold at your local bookseller. You can request your library, get one in stock. You can also ask your bookseller if they don't have it in stock to order a copy and you can get it online at Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, etc. And also as an audiobook on Audible and everywhere else audiobooks are sold. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and I will talk to you soon.